You're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee. I'm a spiritual life and business mentor, helping you create a life of freedom and purpose. On this podcast, we chat all things mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. My job is to teach you how to believe in yourself, connect to yourself spiritually, and go after your big dreams. Girl, let's do the damn thing. Hi, girl. Welcome back to the Canon Confidence Podcast. So excited you're here as always. Okay, so this episode is a little bit scary for me to record. I'm going to be really honest. I can't believe that this is my life and that I'm doing this. Um, if you've been keeping up with me on Instagram at all, um, I'm over at Canon.confidence, by the way. You may have noticed that I am taking a break from makeup, that I'm like posting without makeup and being on Instagram stories without makeup. And this is probably not going to be a permanent thing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I went into this thinking I was taking a one week off of makeup as a challenge for myself, as a, you know, growth experiment. Um, you might be listening to this two years from now and, and say, wait, you do wear makeup on your stories and in your posts. And, and maybe I'll go back to it. I don't know. All I can say is um, I'm going to tell you guys the story of, of how I came into this growth experiment and why it's been so much more powerful for me than I could ever have imagined it would be. Um, never in a million years did I think I would be doing live videos with no makeup on, like in a million years or going to dinner with friends without makeup on. Um, so yeah, how this came about initially was I was reading the book, The Untethered Soul, which is incredible. And it mentioned doing things that make you uncomfortable, of course. But one thing it mentioned was uh, makeup. And it was like, you know, if you're very, if you're comfortable wearing makeup, you know, try not wearing it. And I was like, huh. I was like, that's a great idea because I'm so into doing things that make me uncomfortable in order to grow, but I've never really thought about it with makeup before. I remember seeing it on a list of ideas for giving up things for Lent. And I was like, Ooh, I could never do that. But I wanted to feel the discomfort of not wearing makeup because feeling is healing. And I wanted to let go of the feeling of looking at myself in the mirror in the morning and subconsciously thinking, I'm, I'll be good enough. I'll be acceptable if I change the entire way my face looks and put makeup on, right? I didn't want that to be my reality anymore. So I started to, um, I just decided to go one week without it, which has become, you know, three now or something like that. But it's become much deeper than that. And that's why I wanted to share this with you today, even though I'm scared. And why am I scared? I'm scared because I, I worry that this is going to trigger people because let's face it, Almost everyone wears makeup, at least in my limited perception of the world. So I've always gravitated toward friends who were like me, as we naturally do as humans. We, we tend to like people who are like us, right? So I've gravitated toward girls who were also girly and, you know, into partying and that type of thing. That's who I've gravitated towards. And that's probably why I feel like everyone wears makeup. And it's also why I'm afraid to speak out on this because you know, I don't want people to be upset, um, but I just hope that everyone can understand that like triggers are what heals us. Like if we're never triggered, we're probably not going to grow because we're not going to be thinking deeply enough. So I'm here to tell this story, even though I'm scared. So let's back up to the year 2005. I was 13 years old and I was entering the eighth grade. 
I was entering the eighth grade from being homeschooled my entire life prior to that. I did spend some time at an alternative elementary school, kind of, I don't even know. I think I went like one or two days a week. It was kind of an alternative school, as I mentioned, um, for, for hippies who didn't believe in sending their kids to school. So it was kind of an unschooling school. So the school was led by children. Um, we did art and, you know, languages and we didn't do, I mean, I'm sure we did some traditional learning, but it was very different. It was, we spent a lot of times in the woods, like climbing trees. It just, you know, parents were there a lot of the time, like taking yoga classes while we were doing other things. It was just a whole very interesting experience. And I've only recently started really telling people in my life about this. You know, I only started telling my good friends I was homeschooled a year or two ago because it was something I tried to block out. And here's why. So I entered the eighth grade and I'm kind of just like hated by everyone. Everyone, you know, knew that I was homeschooled. I didn't know better. So I just told everyone I was homeschooled and people thought that was weird. I also was just completely um, disconnected from like modern life kind of. I mean, I was like, I didn't know the slang terms kids were talking about. You know, I didn't know like the sex terms everyone was talking about. I didn't know like about all these things. And I was really on the outs. I didn't know how to dress like everyone else. I didn't dress like everyone else. People would call me out for not matching. I had never been taught how to like match my clothes. Um, it sounds so weird now saying this, but I was severely bullied. There was a time when um, the only people who would talk to me were boys. Uh, the boys liked me, um, probably for all the wrong reasons. And the girls hated me. Um, and I, and that was awful. You know, I'd come home from school a lot of the time crying to my mom. I so desperately wanted to be accepted. I wanted people to be willing to sit with me in the cafeteria. Like it was, it was so bad. So towards the end of eighth grade, <laughs> a very interesting movie came out in theaters. My mom actually took me to see the movie Mean Girls. Now, Mean Girls had a good message, if we remember the end of the movie, when it talked about, um, you know, accepting everyone for who they are, basically. But, th but the, that wasn't what I took away from it at all. I took away from it that, oh, Caddy Heron decided to become cool and popular and change who she was and how she dressed and everything about her. That's what I need to do. I need to be like the cool and popular girls. That's how I can be accepted. And I did. So I went into ninth grade the following year, whole new school. I mean, same school district, but lots of new people. It was a huge high school, um, thousands of kids and a, a new opportunity for me to meet new people and be a different person. And so I started dressing like the quote popular girls, which at the time, like it meant like wearing a lot of pink. It meant being really girly. These girls were cheerleaders that I like honed in on and decided to become like. Like literally, I remember going on their MySpace pages and looking at the way they described themselves and the things they liked and, and being like, that's what I need to be like. And it worked. I became very popular in high school. I had lots of friends. I loved school because I got to socialize and be with everybody. And, um, you know, it was it was fun. And I very quickly put the eighth grade experience behind me. You know, I was so quickly able to adjust to um, these new friends and this new way of life that I just completely, 
I just kind of blacked that whole experience out and never realized how deeply it affected me. And, you know, in, in high school, I was also like, I became a party girl because that was cool, right? It was cool to be bad. And I just did everything that I thought would make me cool. And then I went to college and I did the same thing. <laughs> and then I went to the corporate world after college and I did the same thing. I wanted to be cool. And like a lot of this is happening subconsciously, right? It's not like I was like, hmm, how can I be more cool? Or I'm going to start drinking alcohol because the cool kids do. No, it was subconscious as are over 80% of our decisions, right? And the choices we make and the things we do. So enter the corporate world. I'm really desperate to fit in. Um, I'm shift, shift shaping myself to be like whoever is, uh, whoever I'm around, you know, at the time when I had all guy peers at one point, a couple different times, I tried to be more like them, less girly, right? And I tried to just impress whoever I was around. I, I wanted so badly for everyone to like me. And I've only just recently realized the depth of this and how I've spent most of my entire life just doing what I thought would make me fit in in whatever situation I was in and how, how deeply sad that is and, and troubling, really, because I know I'm not the only one doing this, right? So I'm reflecting on all of this. I'm realizing all of this happened. I'm realizing why it happened. And when I started my online business, once again, I gravitated towards certain types of coaches to follow, certain types of Instagram accounts. And those were like glamorous pages, kind of like with a Hollywood vibe, like Kardashians. You know what I mean? Like, and I used to watch the Kardashians and love them. And, and I wanted to be like that, of course. You know, you, you look at these, these people who are living this glamorous life and this, this fake life because they're all just full of plastic surgery and makeup and fake hair and everything. And you just want to be like that. And, you know, it was, it was similar to what I tried to be like in high school. I wanted to, I went tanning. I dyed my hair black at the time. Like, do you guys remember the Jersey Shore days of like trying to look like those idiots? Yeah. I, I mean, holy shit. So that was like my idea of cool though, right? Was like this whole glamorous Hollywood vibe, fakeness. I didn't realize this at the time, of course. I thought it was cool. But as I awakened on my growth journey, and so I always refer to my spiritual awakening as the time when I read the book, The Secret, two and a half years ago. And since then, I've had two other very prominent awakenings. Of course, I've awakened along the way. Um, you know, not everyone has like certain moments where they feel they awakened. But for me, I really can identify three different times. And as I'm growing and peeling off the layers that aren't me and shedding shedding parts of me that have just been caused by old traumas and and things like that getting down to the root of who I truly am I'm I'm realizing that's really not me you know I'm realizing I was buying you know Kate Spade bags there for a while because friends of mine liked Kate Spade right and like people thought it was cool it's just like it wasn't me so I kind of started to realize this and then I started bouncing back and forth. So like I started this, this um, brand really from a little blog 
And I called it candid confidence. Candid meaning, of course, real, unfiltered, truthful. You know what I mean? And that was always what I wanted it to be. And then I completely diverted from that because I was following all these coaches and all these people who were just like this fake confidence, this like filters on and every photo is a photo shoot and every, and like pretend, a lot of these people are pretending to have more wealth than they really do. And a lot of it's just completely fake and bullshit. And when I started realizing that I was like, oh, fuck. Right. But I was still bouncing back and forth. I would go, I would start to become more of who I truly am. And then I'd see the other glamorous people. I'd come across someone else who looked like that. And I'd be like, oh, if I don't, and the scan is mostly subconscious. If I don't look like that, people aren't going to hire me. If I don't look like that, I'm not going to be successful. If my Instagram page doesn't look like that, I'm not going to gain followers who I do need to grow my brand and share my very important messages, right? Like I want to grow so that I can change the world with helping people change their perspectives and love themselves. So I would bounce back and forth and remember my whole eighth grade mean girls experience, like plugged something into my brain that like that whole vibe like was what was acceptable and cool to everyone, right? Like that was, that's not true at all, but that's, was my perception. And we only know our own perception unless we awaken ourselves to be more open-minded, right? So I was bouncing back and forth and really be true to myself for a while and be my deep self and not this like superficial fake person. And then I'd bounce back and forth. And here's the thing though. Like, I don't think that makeup is bad. I don't think photo shoots are bad. I don't think having designer handbags or a glamorous lifestyle is bad. Here's what I don't love about that, though. When you're looking at those pages, um, those people, those accounts, whatever, you're kind of just thinking, why doesn't my life look like that? And you start to want to be like that. And that's that's just like wanting to be something essentially superficial and also not real because no one's life looks like that. No one's life looks at that. And we kind of know, like we do know when we're on an Instagram story, we know when someone has a filter on because it literally tells you what filter they're using, right? But we still look at them and wonder, why don't I look like that? Oh, well, she runs this successful business, but I'm not pretty, so I can't do that. Meanwhile, she doesn't even look like that. You know, strip away all of that and she looks normal. <laughs> I don't want to be that for people. I want to be an example of what's real. I want to be myself. <laughs> and not everyone needs to do that. And not everyone has to do that. And whatever people want is fine. But I also like have never enjoyed makeup. It's not fun for me. It doesn't feel like an art form to me. It feels like I'm doing this because other girls are doing this and I need to be as pretty as other girls. And that's really, really sad. Um, but I've been doing that my entire life. And I know that that's part of why many people wear makeup. There's also people who probably enjoy it more than I do and like it and have fun with it and think it's artsy. Cool. Like, do you? But my perspective is that like, I have been wearing makeup because I'm in competition mode. I compare myself to others, so I have to try and be pretty, and I won't be accepted if I don't have makeup on, and I won't like myself, and all these things, and 
I just don't like that. And like in college, I hated getting ready because my roommates would take like an hour and they would be like putting on makeup and doing all those things. And I wore makeup too and did my hair just a lot less. And I would just rush through it in 10 minutes and then I'd be like so bored. And I was like, this is such a waste of time. I just, I've just never been a fan of it. I don't like taking it off. I don't like anything about it. Um, and I really don't like that it encouraged me to try to be something different than I truly am. And so I also realized I've been doing this with a lot of things, not just makeup. You know, I realized I do a lot of things out of this is what is cool. This is what people do. This is what I need to do to be accepted, right? On a deep level. Like I'm, I'm realizing this, even though it was all subconscious. So I decided I was just going to go a week without makeup. And I wasn't thinking this deeply. I wasn't thinking about um, the fact that makeup was something rooted in something so, so, you know, negative for me. Um, I didn't really think about any of this. All I was thinking about was this is something I can do that makes me really uncomfortable and might make me love myself a little bit deeper. So let's do it for a week and see what happens. And it was hard and it was uncomfortable and it healed me. It really, really has been healing me. Um, I find myself going to dinner with friends and immediately like noticing everyone else is wearing makeup and start to compare. And then I just think, you know what? I'm gonna let this go. And then I enjoy myself. And I actually find myself comparing myself to others a lot less now. And maybe that's because what is there to compare? Like, what's the point? I'm just showing up as me and that's it. And who knows, I might go back to makeup. I might go back and forth with it. I, I can't say for sure, I have no idea. But what I can say is that I'm going to stay away from it until I feel like I don't need it anymore. I will go back to it if I desire to, if it's from a place of, oh, this might be fun to like get dressed up and go out and put some makeup on. I'm not gonna use it to make myself feel acceptable. I don't wanna use it to make myself feel like I can compete with other women or can be the prettiest girl there or can, you know, look good enough. I want to love myself from the moment I wake up in the morning and not measure myself based on looks and image like I've been doing my entire life. I don't want that to be something that I constantly like think about and live my life based around. I want to deeply love myself exactly as I am. And I want other people to look at my page and look at me and, and not feel the, oh, I wish I looked like her. Then maybe I could do what she's doing. No, I don't want to like perpetuate that. And if you're listening to this thinking, you know, maybe you feel totally different about makeup. That's fine. Maybe you feel like this would be something that would help you and help you grow, but it sounds way too out there and scary. I have been there too. Remember, I've been doing this work for a long time, this work towards confidence and if you're new on your journey or you're in any part of your journey that you're on, honor that. Be there for yourself. Keep, just keep doing the work and keep growing and keep awakening and you'll get there. And maybe you think, oh, that would benefit me. I, I do want to love myself without makeup. Just try it here and there. Try it for a day or two. You know, um, try whatever feels right. Try whatever you feel called to do. And when you sit with the discomfort, and you feel the feeling of what are people going to think? Am I going to be rejected? Am I going to be good enough? Will people still accept me? 
that is powerful. When you feel all of that, instead of just covering up with makeup, because that's what I was doing. I was covering up all of these underneath very real feelings with makeup and then walking out the door and feeling fine. But then I dug deeper and felt all of that. And it's so healing because I felt it. I sat there in those feelings and I thought, okay, this is really uncomfortable. And then you feel it and then you let it go. You know, you can only feel it for so long and then you let it go versus it staying inside of your body and and being inside of there. We can feel it to free it. And yeah, this is scary because, you know, I'm making some big shifts in my life. I'm making shifts in how I'm going to be showing up. I don't want to be focused on looks anymore. I want to go deeper. You know, I don't want to follow pages on Instagram that make me wish my life was different. And most of them are so fake anyways. Like people just pretending they have a Kardashian lifestyle when they truly don't. And I'm sorry if I'm calling that out, but I am. And I'm just going to work on loving me for what's on the inside and focus on a deeper meaning in life. And I'm very, very, very excited for this, for this shift. It's been in me for some time. I found myself gravitating away from like the reality TV shows and, you know, all that bullshit. It's just all so fake. I can't even stand it. I want deeper shit. I want like conversations about how the world works and, you know, meaningful things. So I invite you to join me in whatever that means to you, whatever feels good to you. Um, maybe you're called to this and and you're thinking you're not there yet to do something like this, but you want that vibe and you want to go deeper with self-love and learning your own true authentic confidence or unlocking your purpose. So if that's you, I'm offering one-to-one spiritual mentoring So we're going to get on weekly calls. We're going to dig into what's been holding you back. We're going to peel off the layers from you so you can get to who you truly are on the inside and learn to love what's there. And I want to make this truly accessible. So I have payment plans for this starting at $300 a month. So it's truly a doable opportunity for you. Let's go on a journey to heal you and so you can love yourself deeply and just awaken to what's real in life. Okay, I'm going to put a link for that in the show notes. If you have any questions, you can always message me on Instagram. I always respond. I don't have like an assistant that responds to people for me. It's always me. Um, I love chatting with you guys. And if this episode awakened you at all or made you think or you just want to share it for any other reason, Go ahead and take a screenshot, share on your Instagram story, tag me in it, um, and let's spread the word about, um, about some deep shit. Okay, I love you guys so much. I'll see you next week.